0: Well, good afternoon, Wichita. This is Council Member Fry. Welcome to another edition of Council Chat. Today with me is Council Member Jeff Bluebaugh. How you doing, Jeff? Good, Brian. How's it going? Man, you know, ready for the weekend. Um, Got a lot of activities, it seems, this time of year. Um, Everybody's doing events and, you know, the Spurge just secured a playoff appearance in their first season. So just a lot of exciting things happening. The weather's turning and it just feels really good to be outside and being active.
1: Yep. Hopefully we start to get a little bit more fall like weather. I know we're, I know you and I both get excited fall weather because we start thinking about Wagon Master Chili Cook Off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's hard to believe. That's next weekend. I, I mean,
1: know. There's
0: a lot of great events happening uh, in our community. Ottoman art is this weekend, open streets, ICT. Uh, again, the surge is wrapping up their inaugural first season with, with their playoff uh, in, in the, in the works. So, but yeah, next weekend, chili cook off you and I, I know as wagon masters, we love that event and it's our, it's our party for the community and we're looking forward to it. And we hope you guys get out and and join us and and say hi to us because it is a fun Wichita event.
1: Yep. Well, yeah. And it's exciting seeing the Wichita going to the playoffs in the first season. I guess that'll segue into, you know, some of our comments on the, Council meeting Tuesday are going to be about public um, star bonds and, and some of the, some of the perceptions. I think there's a lot of misperceptions. I'm a fan of them specifically because of the ballpark and, and, you know, I'm always a big fan of anytime we can keep that tax base in Wichita rather than sending it to Pika and benefiting from it in our own backyard. I, I, I definitely want to grow those opportunities. So, um, it's it's always good to have the discussion, and like I said, I know there's some opinions back and forth, but I like to keep local tax dollars local, and I think you agree with me on that. Brian.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and you know I certainly do welcome the eyes on the program. People need to pay attention how their tax dollars are being used and, and the programs that are out there. They need to be held accountable. Absolutely. We know that there are some star bonds that are not successful. And when there are ones that are successful, like what Wichita's experienced, they need to be held up and and celebrated. And we've had a, some very successful ones. And and yes, the stadium one is is our most newest one. And and again, there's no problem with being held accountable. And when on them and make sure that they're performing the the way they are expected to perform. And if they're not, then there needs to be changes or fixes. And then having questions having eyes on them that's all good but they should have a role in developing our community and and helping projects to bring outsiders in just like the baseball stadium is doing so um yeah and again we know um things are working and some don't but in this case i'm i'm excited to answer the questions so
1: yeah Yep, and and I am too. the The baseball still standing behind the baseball um, stadium. I think it was still timing was perfect, um, get, getting it done in record time. When you know we, we had our um, celebration with the legislators out there this week to thank them for everything they did to approve the star bond, and and things are starting to happen exactly the way we said they were going to happen. We've, we've I've had zoning through my um, district advisory board about some of the plans there on on along the riverside and, and adjacent to the ballpark and also seeing some stuff out to the west there west of the parking garage some um some great development opportunities that are taking off in Delano and ju- just look at Delano how it's changed in the last three or four years. I mean I, I, I do anyone can say that the baseball stadium didn't contribute to that growth. Well,
0: and again you look just north of the baseball stadium with uh the EPC apartment complex, uh, 225 Sycamore specifically, uh, the home two suites, uh, a hotel, obviously the advanced learning library. Uh, There's a new coffee shop being built. You've seen a lot of development in Delano. And I think everyone's excited about how this first piece with the stadium is gonna generate additional activity. We need to start talking again about the east bank of the river and where do we go from there? Um, But again, this is what it was intended to do, to get some development activity and start taking a better care of that river asset and and getting more people engaged with it. Um, And so this is the first piece of it. It's exciting stuff to see. And again, moving forward, um, just got to keep the pedal down so we can keep growing. Um, Something that you and I are both uh, familiar with, because we both worked with uh, Carl Brewer, uh, when he was mayor and then a lot of people don't know this, he was a wagon master with
1: yep. us as well. Yep. We all both served with him in the wagon masters.
0: That's right. And, uh, you know, I served with him when I was on the park board and he was mayor and you served with him on the council. Uh, but a very cool honor, um, uh, is hopefully going to happen Tuesday at the council. Um, a proposal to rename the McAdams recreation center in honor of Carl Brewer. And it's not the entire park it's just uh, the recreation center and with that some expansion some renovation of that to make it a better facility you know we put a lot of investment in McAdams not only with uh, the aquatics there but also League 42, uh, Barry Sanders Field, Antoine, uh, Carr basketball courts, uh, Bob, John, Bob Thurman uh, baseball stadium so um, again this is a way to honor Uh, someone who's very instrumental in Wichita and downtown redevelopment, and again, a close personal friend of both of ours.
1: Yeah. And and you know, you know, former mayor Brewer did so many things as you know, he served the city council, served as mayor, served our country, retired National Guard, worked for Boeing, worked for Spirit. I mean, you you can't really think of a better representative for the city of Wichita than, than Mayor Brewer and and all the people that he touched and affected and and I'm, I'm just so glad that that we're able to honor him and, and I think there was a little bit of confusion a few weeks ago whenever this came in front of council that a lot of people thought we were somehow doing away with the name of the McAdams Park and that's not the case at all and, and I you know I think the family's good now and we're going to be able to go forward and be able to yeah. honor former Mayor Brewer the way he should be honored yeah
0: and again I think what's also key to this is not only recognizing his contributions to the city but what could also be the first piece of a, a master plan for all of our recreation centers, just like we did with the Aquatics Master Plan. Um, we've got um, the City of Wichita's inventory of recreation centers are, are old. Uh, they don't have the best facilities, equipment, uh, and amenities within them. Um, this McAdams Rec Center, we're still working on the details, but you know it's, it's going to be an upgrade. Um, So having his name attached to what could be uh, the beginning of a a resurgence and a renaissance for our rec centers, I think is very key as well. So very good. Also on our agenda uh, for Tuesday is Century 2 and the privatization, uh, the management, I should say, of that facility. We're not selling the facility. We're not giving it to any organization, but allowing someone else to run it in a professional manner that has more abilities and capabilities than we could ever imagine.
1: And I'm glad you touched on that because this isn't about the future of the building. This isn't about tearing the building down. It's, it's not the, you know, it's, it's not the incorporation of the legacy um, study that we looked at. It is just the overall management in the interim and and how we go forward, and how we get the best benefit for for with with the allowable resources.
0: Yeah, and, and we can we can look down the street and see how uh, the county has hired professional management of Interest Bank Arena, and what that has brought to that facility uh, between the events and the attractions and the performers. Uh, the management of it uh, has been so much better with that company operating it. And that's the model we're gonna follow here. And having that same company manage Century Two from the Convention of Performing Arts should bring us more capabilities more options. uh, And and again, not have that financial burden that we've had to subsidize for so many years. Um, Again, this is all about running it better and more efficiently for your taxpayer dollars and, and, and getting more out of the facility so, um, and again, we're not giving it to anybody. We're not selling it to anyone. The city's still going to retain ownership. We're still investing in it. Uh, we've got capital dollars dedicated over the next ten years for continuing to make repairs and and improvements. and, and they're going to make suggestions for repairs and improvements as well. So while we continue to have that bigger discussion about the future of our facilities. You know, there was that East Bank uh, legacy plan that was coming together in 2019. They hadn't presented to the council yet. They'd done all the research and all the studies and were working towards that. And then, you know, COVID hit and kind of shut down the whole convention and performing arts uh, business models. And so um, they had to put a hold on it. And so over that last year and a half, you know, we've struggled with how do we run it as well? Going forward, I don't think anybody really knows. And so, new studies are being done right now. And in the meantime, we're going to have this professional company run it for us in a way that hopefully is a lot more efficient and and more effective. So,
1: yeah. Well, um, I, I know we're also going to be looking at cultural allocations for 2022, and and I, I know Brian, you know, you, you serve on more of those boards than I do, and I know that. You know in particular here lately with the county they wanted to make sure you're disclosing on those boards and i think you know this would be a great opportunity for us to do that as well this week
0: yeah actually, you know actually this cultural funding you know we do this every year it's 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 part of our budget and you know currently i'm not on any of the boards that we're allocating funding to um I know Vice Mayor Johnson, I believe, is on the Exploration Place board. Uh, but I've you know, looked through the list and I've served on the music theater of Wichita board. I did six years with them. And uh, it's a great organization and, and brings some great events to our city. But you know, it's important to continue to support these organizations, especially during this last year and a half when they've struggled for revenue and, and not been able to do events. Um, so they, they really definitely need this, um, this funding and this support. And, and we need to continue to do it because that's a quality of life issue for our citizens and, and the surrounding area. You know, there are a lot of people from outlying communities that come into Wichita for exploration plays. So the symphony, uh, Mark Arts, um, the Orpheum, so on and so forth. So, you know, it's good that they uh, provide great quality of life for our city, but we need to support them.
1: So we're also going to be taking a look at common consumption area and, and help businesses that serve liquor, expand their service. And, you know, I, I think, I think COVID has changed our rules a little bit and the the way we look at alcohol service as well. And, and, you know, it's, um, every, everything's changing and, and I think this is, this is one of them that will, um, you know, I, I don't know exactly like I used to always say cruise ship rules where you can kind of, Run around from place to place with a drink, but uh, but I think within a confined area that's that's monitored, and you know as long as it's not contributing to minors drinking or or any kind of um, you know Ill, Ill, illegal um, people going out to their car and filling up and walking in uh, venues and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think we've seen a lot of changes on a statewide level over the last you know several months. Uh, related to liquor and consumption Um, and again i think the idea is to allow um, choice and and allow options uh, but also making sure that it's controlled in properly designated areas so that people know where it is and what's allowed and and the proper use of it Uh, but allowing businesses to expand a little bit more and offer uh, different varieties and more options for for their customers and so um again, whether it's an outdoor festival that's you know clearly marked off so that people can enjoy the nice weather that we were talking about earlier, right? Um and, and being able to you know be with friends and family in a way that's still socially responsible, but yet it feels so confining. So um, but again, it's it, it's important to continue to support our community and our businesses and and allow them to operate in a way that is responsible, but yet also has some control. And that's what this does. Yes, very good. Um, you know, one of our big pillars, and that's a, that's a pun, obviously, Megan's probably a little laughing because she wrote it and she wanted to make sure I used it, but uh, one of our core key responsibilities is infrastructure and maintaining a safe community. And, and part of that is bridge rehab and repair. And so we've got a couple of bridges uh, on our agenda for next week that need to get uh, rehabbed, rehabilitated. Ones and two of them are down at the uh, big ditch. Uh, not the big ditch. I'm sorry, uh, the canal route, um, which saw drainage canal, properly known as. Um, but again, just making sure that we continue to take care of bridges and and our roadways so that they are safe the drivers, pedestrians, etc. So uh, just an important piece of what we always do. So
1: well um we've got open streets on Sunday. So hopefully everybody comes out and sees that. And you know I guess you know the public's probably tired of hearing this. You hear it everywhere. But um you know I'm a big believer in you know social distance still, you know, to just you know wash your hands, sanitize, make sure as we start getting in these bigger crowds again. Um, we're hoping that COVID is plateaued and kind of headed on the on the down surge but we we definitely still want to use precautions Yep, yeah,
0: absolutely you know do what's right for you but also pay attention yep. to science and what
1: and we've also got the um Walters Library branch um opening on Saturday so if anybody's got the opportunity to come over there that'll be another great event so
0: yeah, again, this is the time of year where there's a lot of events happening and a lot of chances to get out. But again, do it safely, do what's comfortable for you. Um, follow the rules of the establishment of the business that you're in, um, that you're at. Just uh again, we're all in this together and we yep. got to support each other and and do it in a way that ends it hopefully sooner than later. This has all gone on a lot longer than any of us expected. Yes. You know, that two-week flatten the curve is now stretched in two years it feels like so um but we're not out of the woods we got to continue to do the right things and and uh but again hope to see you in open streets and definitely i know i'll see you next week at Chili
1: chili cook off absolutely so all right have a great weekend